1: Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the
2: Bible?
3: Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale?
2: Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Do you really believe the Bible?
3: Didn't man evolve from apes?
2: For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible.
3: Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said people came from ape men living in caves from more than 10,000 years ago.
1: Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows?
3: Was she there? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's got to be right.
1: Just remember, science books used to say that if you dropped a penny from the top of the Empire State Building, it would kill anyone it hit. But that was wrong, because the terminal velocity would only be about 50 miles per hour, and something as small as a penny wouldn't kill anyone at that speed. So be careful about trusting everything you read in science books. But the book I do trust with my eternal soul is the Bible, which has never been proven wrong. Now, about the ape men living in caves, what did your teacher show you about that?
3: Well, she talked about Neanderthal man and how a lot of their bones were found in caves.
1: As it turns out, Neanderthal man has been shown to be fully human. In fact, it is very common for people to find they have some percentage of Neanderthal DNA in their genes. It's like we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. That passage shows that man did not descend from apes, but has been man from day six of creation week, and that's a fact.
4: Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer Ed with all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. We are actually contending with a wrong view of history here. When we start talking about eight men, the concept of the secular world is that we used to be extremely primitive and we've grown up to be complex, modern, intellectual people. When I start watching television, and seeing what's going on in the world, I really don't think we're that complex, that evolved, or that bright. The truth of what we see in history and what the Bible describes and what we find when we look at the ancient Egyptians and other cultures is that Man was bright from the start. That's what the Bible shows, and that's what true history shows when we don't try to color it with our worldview. Carl, you made an excellent reference to the fact that just because we find Neanderthal DNA does not make us sub. In fact, Neanderthals were fully human. What are your thoughts on this? Well, there's the idea of Ape man is uh, something that came up about
2: 1809 when a guy named Lamarck wrote a book. He's the first naturalist to suggest that we evolved from apes. He was trying to essentially get God out of the picture. God's word at that point had been fully accepted by everyone, but he wanted to get away from God. So he said, well, I think that we look a lot like apes and they've got hands and feet like we do and. And if some of those apes started walking more and got away from the trees and started using their hands for other things rather than swinging the trees, they would start looking a lot like people. Before long, you'd have ape people, and then they'd become people. So that's where we came from. We came from apes. And actually, Darwin, Darwin's first book on evolution was not about ape men, but uh, his bulldog, Thomas Huxley, did write about that. I said that we obviously came from apes. and we look at the similarities. We've got to have, been, have come from them, because we are so close in how we look and act. And then but Darwin said, well, okay, I'll go ahead and write a book about that. We'll call it The Descent of Man. And I actually think it's a pretty apt title, because the men have been descending all ever since <laughs> that they've been created. So, mm-hmm. Getting worse. And getting worse. So his title is correct, his content was incorrect. So, we are descending since the fall of man, and this is chapter 3. We have had a degradation of the human genome. We've had mutations which make us less perfect. got alluded to the ingenuity and intelligence of ancient man, and we find that that information is being lost. The, the intelligence is going down. Just look at a 8th grade test from 1900 and see if you can pass it, and I will wager that there hardly anyone in this room that could pass it on the first try. So we are dumbing ourselves down, and the fact that I think it's Cooley Dam that was built in the 20s and 30s, and when it had to be repaired in the more recent decades, the engineers couldn't figure out how it was built in the first place. They had to research how it was built in order to repair it. So we're losing information, we're becoming dumber. The movie Dumb and Dumber, we're becoming dumb and dumber as a society, as an organism. So yes, we are becoming degraded, so we're not ascending. There's no
4: evidence of evolution bringing greater heights to mankind in the near future, that's not gonna happen. As a mathematics educator, I can really substantiate what you're talking about. I've got a textbook at home of what was basically middle school math written around 1902 and it is so far advanced as we wouldn't teach a senior in high school Mm -hmm. at the level that that mathematics is and that that vocabulary was. Another great example of that is read the writings of Jefferson, Lincoln, Washington, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: their vocabulary, their, their expression, the depth of their thoughts. And now you look at the commentaries in our newspapers today. Yes we are degrading. <laughs> it is a wrong view of history to think that man was once an ape and now is progressing up because we don't seem to be progressing up. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lang with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That dot org. We are today discussing, did we come from eight men? Terry, what are your thoughts on this?
3: I wrote an article people breeding with apes on december 21st 2011 pbs aired a nova special called what darwin never knew and discussing the thumb, the narrator stated it's that power and precision that enables us to hold a paintbrush manipulate tools pilot a jet fighter record our thoughts all those things that separate us from other apes so they're calling us apes okay Okay.
4: my wife does
3: (laughs) and a pbs nova article titled the dna of human evolution also calls us apes it asks the questions what makes us human what distinguishes us from chimpanzees and other great apes so again we're assumed to be apes I, they couldn't figure out how we became separate from apes, so they just said, okay, well, we're still apes. In the 1920s, Russian scientists, Russian. Ilya Ivanov was a pioneering scientist who crossbred animals using artificial insemination. He crossed a zebra with a donkey and got a Z-donk. Then Ivanov tried to cross humans with chimpanzees. Ivanov injected human sperm into female chimps and had a plan to inject male chimp sperm into women. Fortunately, this didn't happen. I think Stalin... Turned against the scientists about that time. But from a Darwinistic perspective, this actually makes sense. Because they just said, we're just other apes. so we're just
4: evolved, it should have worked. Did it work? No. No, (laughs) No, it didn't work. Because the reason... The donkey and the zebra work is because they are in the same created kind. Right. Humans Mm -hmm. and chimpanzees are not.
3: Yeah. But someone who believes the Bible, they know that this is wrong. They would have told you beforehand this isn't going to work, and you shouldn't even try it. You just... Don't even try it. But it was
4: tried because of their worldview. Mm-hmm. One of the things that gets in the way of this today is the myth out there, and it is a myth at this point, that humans and chimpanzees are only 1% to 2% different. You've heard that. When you investigate it, and Dr. Jeffrey Tompkins with the Institute of Creation Research has investigated this, you find out that what they did to get only a 1% to 2% difference is they did two things that were scientifically wrong. First, they only considered genes, which means they threw out 98% of all of the DNA we only compare genes and then if a gene set and what they compare gene sets of about 700 to 750 base pairs at a time snippets of the genes. When they compared them, if they were totally dissimilar, they threw those out. They only compared the genes, the 1.5% of the human genome, which was analogous in some way, similar in some way to chimps, and then when they compared those, they came up with us being 99% the same. But they threw out the other 99% of the genome that was totally dissimilar. When Tompkins did some real science, some real research into this, and compared the whole human genome with the whole chimpanzee genome, it was found that we were somewhere between 15 and 30% dissimilar. Now, 15 to 30%, that is... That's 500 million to 900 million base pairs. In a computer program, that is 500 to 900 million computer codes, which is a completely different program altogether. In a book, from one book to the other, will you have a difference of 500,000 to 900,000 words, you certainly can. And it's a Mm -hmm. completely different meaning set. We are different than the apes. The Bible says we are of a different kind, a completely different kind. And we are ignoring the brilliance of early man in all of this discussion. We have about 30 seconds. Any closing thoughts, guys? Well, I think
2: that whenever we try to say that we have
4: evolved
2: from another species and we look at the actual scientific evidence for that, it is lacking. It is not there. There has never been a indisputable evidence of a link between any other species, and us. So no other kind of animal has been linked to have a
4: transition to human form. And the Bible says we were created by God in his image, and that's a fact. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salswell, thanks for listening. and And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.